What's up, Indy? Wow. Oh, this is going to be fun. I thought you guys would be asleep. Keep it going for our good friend, Jared Logan. He is the best. Jared! Fucking love this guy. Love him. Now, just because this is a Saturday matinee, don't think we're not going to curse and talk about poop and wieners. (laughs) Poop and wieners. Poop and wieners. (laughs) It is early, though. Matthew is still wasted from last night. (laughs) It's true. If you get close to him, he reeks of Cosmopolitans and Midori Sours. (laughs) We got kicked out of, like, four fern bars last night. He was Quick cru- succession. He was crushing sours like there was no tomorrow. <laughs> He's really an animal on the road, just hitting on cocktail waitresses left and right. <laughs> with reckless abandon. Do, do you remember when he took a $20, bit, $20 bill and stuffed it in a maitre d' shirt? And was like, hey, honey, why don't you give us a good table and there's more where that comes from? Remember when he did that to that maitre d'? <laughs> I certainly don't. Oh, because you were (laughs) hammered getting up from dinner every five minutes to powder his nose in the bathroom. (laughs) Then he'd come back and start making all these glory hole jokes that the table nearby could hear. Made everyone uncomfortable. (laughs) We're getting ready to go on stage right now, and he's talking about, I can't wait to get through with this stupid show and this stupid VIP after party. So I can head to the strip clubs and let loose the Capoduck Tiger. Capoduck Tiger. Tiger. Fuck that up. It's his words, not mine. I don't even know what it means. Well, he originally said Capo de Caracal. But I yes. think it was too obscure of a, of a large cat Capo for anyone to get it. So he, then he changed the tiger. Fame has gone to his head. His tiny, tiny little head that has more hair on the sides than it does on top. Happens to the best of us. Consider this your invent- intervention, Matthew. For my baldness? Yes. <laughs> There's nothing I can do about that. It's time to put the Capo de Tiger back in his cage. <laughs> That's so dumb. On a scale of one to scream at the top of your lungs, how excited are you if you're tonight? Huh? <laughs> Me too. Me too. I may have said this last time. I can't remember because I drink too much. But this is what our life was like before we had a podcast. We would just play on Saturday afternoons. It was me and Joe and Skid and Joe's childhood friend McDermott and our GM Chris. And we would just get shit housed on a Saturday morning and play for hours. <laughs> oh, no children. No responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, none of us were married. Oh, it was great. And now people pay to watch us do it. <laughs> it's the American dream right there. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Get serious for a moment. This has been just about the best week we've had as a company in a long, long time. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah. The, uh, yeah. The, thank you. The show the other night... The show the other night was fire. We get to do it again tonight. We had this great Blades in the Dark show with Jared the, uh, yesterday. It was so much fun. We've also had the chance to like meet and spend time with people that we just met during COVID over the internet. People like Jared and Tanya DePass was here the other night. Matthew Lillard was here the other night. It's just crazy. We get to meet everybody in person and uh, 
You know, it's been an amazing week, but as always, the best part is you, the Nash. I, I can't say it enough. I say it a lot. We would be nothing, and we have gotten uh, nowhere without you. So thank you so much for everything you do for us. It really means a lot. Thank you. Guys. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Weeks like this, we need you. Uh, so without further ado, I would like to introduce you to four men who satisfy me only slightly less than they do their wives and girlfriends. <laughs> First up, he may be as hairy as a chimpanzee, but the only poop he throws is when he sits down to write his plays every morning. Oh, <laughs> poop, no. Poop, 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 poop. Right at the screen. Matthew Cameron Cows, everybody! <laughs> the Capo de Tiger! <laughs> you were out of control. <laughs> Troy has the single room. We always like we, re- we rotate through who gets the single room in the hotels. Mm-hmm. Things got weird last night. Things got a little weird. <laughs> uh, not, he, he came knocking on my door at like midnight. Yeah, yeah. A little booty call. I'm not kidding. He came knocking on my door at like midnight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, you want to hang out? <laughs> hey, you busy? You busy? You up? You up? <laughs> Is the Capo de Tiger still around? <laughs> I'd like to ride him around downtown Indy like a mighty steed. <laughs> Next up is a man who dressed up early for Halloween this year as the uncle you need to keep an eye on at Thanksgiving. <laughs> Where are the children? And where's Uncle Grant? Oh, thank God. <laughs> Give it up for Grant Berger! I'm just checking on the stuffing, Troy. That's all I'm doing. Keep your hands away from that stuffing. How are you, buddy? Doing great. I went on a run with Capita Tiger this morning. Did you? Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and it was kind of like the opening scene to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. It was like he was (laughs) Steve Rogers, though, and I was Falcon. I was Sam Wilson, just like, holy shit, how are you going that fast? (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't true. You kept up with me most of the time. Most of the time. But he did. He's a a lithe little man. Is he fleet of foot? He is. See how nice he sounds? He's so full of shit. (laughs) Comes back to the hotel room. First thing he does, calls his wife. First thing. He's like, went on a run with Grant. Had to go so slow the whole time. (laughs) Barely got a workout. I was like, I can't believe she stands for that. That's unbelievable. The funny thing is, is he was just talking into a locked phone screen to show off for you, Joe. (laughs) I, I, I asked Joe if he wanted to come with us, and he looked at me very seriously and said no. Running is something I do alone. <laughs> it's not a social... Nobody needs to see that. <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> uh, next up is a man we keep around just to use his senior citizen discount at St. Elmo's later tonight. St. <laughs> Elmo's is pricey. We need that 15% off. <laughs> Give it up for Skidmar, folks. <laughs> How are you, buddy? You look great, always in costume. How you feeling? Uh, good. You guys went out pretty late last night. I went back to the hotel early, watched some Canadian football with Grant. Yeah! <laughs> go uh, Rough Riders! Go Rough Riders! Woo! 
Grant sort of bullied me into uh, picking them as my CFL team. Well, you're not going to pick the Toronto Alouettes. I can't. No, the the, the Argonauts. Argonauts. Oh shit! I, didn't, yeah. I don't know. What or I was the watching. Montreal Alouettes, or or the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, or any of the other teams that I could have chosen, <laughs> but I chose the uh, what the other team? R- Rough Riders. Yeah, the what Rough Riders. <laughs> <laughs> right. A deep passion you have for that team. I, I see. do. <laughs> don't let Grant lure you into his weird sober hobbies. Yeah, <laughs> Canadian football. I know. It's There's like... only three downs, Troy. <laughs> I guarantee if we go to Grant's apartment right now, you open up his uh, closet, he's got like every CFL jersey that says <laughs> Burger on the back. Yeah. <laughs> Number 69, Burger. <laughs> Talk about disappointing my wife and girlfriend. <laughs> Finally, folks, this specimen to my left. Now listen, my parents always said, if you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all. So he can introduce himself. Oh. <laughs> say whatever you want. Ladies and gentlemen, Troy LaValle's better half, Joe O'Brien! <laughs> Don't make them feel good. <laughs> I love feeling good, though. <laughs> yeah, I never thought about that. <laughs> the way you ate and drank backstage, I think you really like feeling bad. <laughs> no, I took a bite of Skid sandwich, and you didn't touch the rest of it. <laughs> so disappointing. It was like... It was just a giant chunk taken out of my wrap. It said Troy. I just it ate and then asked questions But later. you ordered a completely different sandwich. I you know. Ordered... I know. You also took a comically large bite. I was yeah, hungry. I was like, oh, I just nibbled it to taste it. It's like, no, it's like a giant cartoonishly large <laughs> chunk. Troy hungry. Troy hungry. <laughs> How are you? Do you feel good today? Uh, yes, I feel great. Is it because you abandoned me last night and wouldn't hang out at the bar? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You have to stop. No. At a certain point no. when you've got a show the next Not day. Not when your wife and children are hundreds of miles away. <laughs> you have fun. <laughs> I was so full and so done with beer and bloated. And I was like, I just need some sleep. And he's like, so one more bar and a plate of guac and chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your, old buddy, your old buddy Troy was at the hotel bar last night until about midnight. I was having a nice cocktail. And, and, and working on the show tonight, surrounding myself with the energy of Gen Con. I can't get enough of this energy. It's like being in a casino. I get high. And, uh, and I call Joe, and he's like, uh, I'm not coming down. If you want to come, come to my room. Uh, so right around midnight, I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop by. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check on them. I'll leave. I've had my guacamole. I've had my one scoop of vanilla ice cream. <laughs> And I came by the room, and uh, I knock on the door. There was no answer, so then I knock again. And this tiny little man in comically small boxer briefs (laughs) (laughs) answered the door. Like a boy's large. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was with some strange, gross treasure gnome. (laughs) And then my eyes adjusted to the darkness of their room, and I realized it was Matthew. And I was like, hey, man, you want to hang out? And you were like, what? You had no idea what was going on. I, like, I was asleep. He was like, do you want to hang out? And you're like, Joe is, is, is asleep in the bed uh, with an iPad on his chest. So, uh, no. And so I left, sad, and I went up to uh, Skid and Grant's room. I know you guys don't know this. No. Because uh, I know where your room is, and I just put my ear up to the door. <laughs> Shit, what the fuck? 
dude. A couple people walked by, and I was like, it's cool, don't worry. <laughs> They're my friends. They're my friends. I zipped up my pants, and I said, it's cool. Uh, don't worry about it. Keep moving. And uh, I listened. It was crickets in there, and uh, I just... The lonely play call of a third down punt. <laughs> uh... And I just, what happened to us? We used to be fun. We used to be cool. We used to go out and do things. And now we sit in our hotel rooms like a bunch of losers. It's an early show, Troy. We do have an early show. Age. Yeah. Age. That's probably why I'm the only one up here that has the shakes. <laughs> before every show, he sits back there and says, I think I'm going to die. I feel so before terrible. every show. Every single show, I feel terrible. We've started telling Troy the call time is a full 45 minutes later, so we just don't have to deal with him for the first 45 minutes of the sound check. <laughs> Which is odd, because I set the schedule, and I should know the truth. <laughs> the last thing that happened before I walked onto this stage, I looked one time back at Troy to make sure he was still alive, and he was literally holding his chest, going like this. <sighs> <sighs> and then he comes out, and he's like, What's going on? <laughs> He, do, he does it for all of you. I do it. Yeah. I do it for you. I do it for you, all right? This is going to be fun. Uh, the second show after a show just a couple days before, we're warm, we're hot. The crowd, I thought was going to be quiet. Clearly not. So now yeah, we don't have to... Definitely not a 2 p.m. crowd. Wow. Awesome. Don't have to worry about that. Uh, so I think it's time that we just jump right Whoa. in. All right. Get into to the game. Early. Grant Berger. Uh-oh. I wanted to recap to soften this blow, man. Take it to the recap! Oh, yeah! Recap! Thank God. Thank God. Well, that's loud. Berg dog! <laughs> he works Love hard it. for the money. Uh, oh man, we have made some progress in this story, haven't we? At its core, this is a story about four wayward heroes who have been given a, a second chance at life. There's Aldo Casimir, the alchemist. Halster Price, the war priest. Atticus Grimm, the illiterate rat wizard. <laughs> And Sir Julie Andrews, paladin of Sarenrein. With the exception of Sir Julie, the other three were put in an asylum by their former employer, Count Hazerton Lowell's the fourth. Mysterious dude. Somewhere along the way to being committed, they lost their memories as well. Over time, they've begun to remember bits and pieces of their past, and their memories seem to indicate that they were terrible people. In fact... Possibly even murderers. Look at you, Atticus. You aren't there. I'm everywhere. (laughs) Sir Julie had committed herself to the asylum years ago, her mind tortured from the time she spent in the world wound during the Crusades. But all of them suffered the same strange effects from being in the asylum when an eldritch ritual was conducted using a book called The Chain of Knights that turned people into living gateways into the dreamlands. Luckily, you stopped the nightmare at the asylum, escaped, and came to the city of Thrushmore in search of this count. He has left town on some scholarly expedition 
But Thrushmore has its own problems that you think must all be tied to the Count. There is a cult of the king in yellow that is kidnapping townspeople, killing them and using their blood to try and open portals to ancient planets where the great old ones reside. You went to the town garrison searching for clues and found that a group of creatures known as scum took over the fort and the soldiers stationed there were either killed and turned into juju zombies or propped up as scarecrows to make it look like the ramparts were manned to the townsfolk. And the person behind all of this seems to be a mysterious woman named Melisen, Lowell's assistant who was left in charge of his estate, Iris Hill, when he left town. Is she doing Lowell's bidding as part of some master plan tied to Haster worship? Or is she working on her own dark yeah. shit? Did she kill the Count long ago? All long ago. roads lead to Iris Hill. You know that. But first you want to check out these star stelae in town that are apparently connected to the blood rituals that the cult is conducting. So you climb a hill in the center of town and find a strange mom- monument that, uh, from talking to Cecilia Rents at the Sleepless Detective Agency, apparently predates the founding of the town. When studying them, you find a symbol that vaguely resembles the symbol of the king in yellow that the cultists were wearing. So, looking to great scholars of the past, like Dr. Bruce Dickerson. Was it Dr. Bruce Dickerson? Butch. Butch. Butch Dickerson? Old Butch Dickerson. Dr. Butch Dickerson, yes, how could I forget? How quickly time erases our own names. And then I believe it was (laughs) Monsignor Blanket Tuttlefuck. And uh, who could forget uh, Father Pinwheel Mahomes. Awesome. You learn from them and you feel like as, as if you've touched this symbol to the monument, that may be the key. So Atticus takes the symbol and he does so. And his mind is immediately bombarded with the whispers and voices of another world. You see this shadowy abomination speaking to you in a language you don't even understand. But in that moment, you discover a power that the Star Stila possesses. Without knowing what that power is, you unleash it and a portal appears on a wall nearby. Aldo and Halster enter the portal and find themselves in this nightmare city, the same abandoned city from their asylum dreams, a city crawling with swirling yellow mists and in the distance, an exit to another side of the island. So they step through. Sir Julie and Atticus step through, and they all find themselves transported to this other part of the island right near the second star stelae. The wall that they walk through as they appear leaves behind a sooty mural of the eerie, mist-covered city. As Atticus's mind returns to our world, he can hear hush whispers speaking near to this other possible star stelae. And he triangulates its location to the grounds of Iris Hill. So, you head there cautiously, not knowing what to expect. And as you're about halfway there, you all get the feeling that you're being watched. And at that moment, Sir Julie turns to see an assassin appear out of thin air and stick a rapier right into Halster Price's heart! Which was not only a confirmed critical hit... But it also has this ability known as Death Attack, which, if Halster fails his fortitude save, he will immediately and permanently die. That's where we ended the show. Then 
Matthew, from the kindness of his heart, gave Grant a, a bottle cap. Even though Grant had a bottle cap. What? What? <laughs> he I'm accepted running, it. He I'm accepted. running a non-profit here, man. I'm just taking whatever I can get. You all right? accepted my bottle. My it was, a, it, was a, it was a post-show bottle cap. It is not clear whether or not those are sanctioned for show use at this point. And so I will give I, you my post-show bottle cap if I, it can be used during the show. I don't like trading a bottle caps, first of all. Second of all, that bottle cap makes it pretty pretty much guaranteed you're going to pass, I think. That is not true. That is not how advantage or <laughs> probability a, it, works. You're fine. It is a, a lock. I, I hate this jinxing. This active, hard Not jinxing. even God himself <laughs> could strike down Halster this prevent day. you from succeeding at this role. I've got a fun idea. Uh, Why don't we raise the stakes a little bit? But to be fair, the stakes right now are death, right? Yes. But what does Grant prize more, his life or money? I hold here in my hands a $100 bill. Whoa. I would like to buy that bottle cap from you. Whoa. What? Whoa. Oh, my God. Wait, real life? That's real money. This is, a, this, so this is the stimulus package for the bottle cap economy? <laughs> the economy is very unclear, not unlike our own. Uh, don't you touch that money. you got to earn that money. I want to make sure it's real. It's real. All right. Hold it up to the light. Bite it. Look at that. Where's you the can watermark? see the watermark. Real money. hundred bucks. Now, Bite here's it. the thing. Bite it in your teeth to show <laughs> us. It's real gold. Uh, if you accept... I get the bottle cap, and I can use it in play. Whoa. And you cannot use your bottle cap from anyone else, including yourself, on this roll. So you only get one roll, but you get a hundred bucks. <laughs> I don't know, man. Back where I come from, hundred bucks is a lot of money. You could buy all the CFL jerseys you want. <laughs> all the Formula One podcasts there are that cost money. I don't know what you do in your weird free time. Hundred bucks. Hey, you might, you might take that hundred bucks and still make the save. And then you're a hundred bucks richer and your character to die. And Troy has a hundred less dollars. <laughs> but he has a bottle cap. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Those are prices. use on any of us. I don't know what kind of cheap hooker you ended up with last night after Matthew and I shut you out, but I am a high-class worker, okay? I am worth more than $100. Am I right? And so's this damn crowd, and so's the integrity of the game, both in the CFL and Formula One. So what I'm hearing is you don't want this crisp $100 bill? Of course I want it, but I'm not going to take it. <laughs> oh, it smells You're good. not going to take it? I'm not going to take it. I'm, pu- I'm putting You know that if you take it, you're going to succeed anyway, Stop right? saying that, Joe. <laughs> Here's the worst part. You're going to roll twice if you don't take it, and you'll know if you would pass on both die. No, the worst part is you'll have a bottle cap. That's the that worst part? That is probably the worst part. Yeah, well, it, would, it wouldn't be the worst part if I had the $100, but for me right now, it's definitely the worst part. I won't have it. Benjamin Franklin will. <laughs> I'm going to leave it right here. 
20, I was going to say 20 bucks for me. I'd forget it at the end of the show. But I'm like, now I'm so confused. Are we betting $20 that I'll forget it? <laughs> Double down. I'll take the over. We're so addicted to betting. I'll bet $20 you can't keep that $100 bill. This is like a bottle cap derivative. <laughs> so, Grant, I need a final answer. Are you taking this sweet cash? I or am, are you? I am not taking this sweet cash. Wow. 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 That I, I will tell you why. Integrity move. Integrity. I owe it. I owe it to Jake. Jake, are you? Jake. Jake. So Jake gave me the die. Thank you for this die. And I have this Norse Foundry die that they paid me two hundred dollars to use for the other die. So you're out of luck. <laughs> oh, they didn't pay me anything. I Do just, your research, I got a Norse Valley. Uh, it's beautiful. Treasure trust. You can buy your own dinner tonight too. <laughs> so I can roll this forward to suit safe. You may roll the fortitude save. Hey, you could eat shit on these two rolls. Or maybe the gods favor you. Come on. Big money, big money, big money. Natural 20. (laughs) Unbelievable. What was the other one? Jake got me a 12 for a total of a 18. uh, 18. Two passes. You could have uh, kept the 100 bucks. <laughs> as long as you feel bad, I feel like I've won. I do, I do feel bad. I do feel bad. You know what happened at the bar before we went home early? Is that we were sitting at a bar and college uh, volleyball was on TV. <laughs> you don't have to tell this story. And I made a joke. <laughs> you don't have to tell this story. Troy, Troy, I was like, if you could bet on college volleyball right now, would you? And he was like, he looks up from his phone and he's like, I'm considering it. <laughs> <laughs> I was bored. <laughs> All right, well, fuck you, Grant. <laughs> uh, this is still going to be a ton of damage, and there is a world and a perfect storm of a failed roll that you're going to have to make again, I'll tell you in a second. Oh, no. Or this fan critical that it could be a one shot kill. Get, oh, I'm turning the bottle cap. Now. now it's worthless. <laughs> I carried that bottle cap since our show in Dallas. In Dallas? Wow. Well, I forgot about it. In 2019? Yeah, I forgot about it for a while. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta, be, you gotta be down there to get the bottle Topo Chico, bro, in the plastic. Yeah. That's, That's so right. good. That's right. Joe, give me that fan critical, and then there's about nine things that are going to happen to Grant's lucky character. I uh, wanted to look ahead a little bit so that I could find something in the region, maybe somebody who's kind of close by. And I did happen to see the title. Didn't see what it does. I really don't like the title. I do. This is a melee crit. This is from Lewis in Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, that's close, Lewis. I know there's Cincinnati people here, right? Lou! Yeah. yeah. Lou! Hi, Lewis. No Lou from Cincinnati, all but right. Lou writes in with a crit called They're All Doomed. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I don't. You feel the familiar presence of a lost relative or friend calling you to act in your mind. This calling insists a murderous rage within you. Mother knows best. (gasps) Your attack deals triple damage. That's the one. That's the one that could do it. If your attack slays an opponent, roll a d20. If you roll 13+, plus, you may cast Dimension Door. And then may make an additional attack as a free action any time during the combat at your highest BAB uh, and character level as caster level. If one of us got this crit... If it kills you, I mean, it's going to come... This is amazing, because now a times two crit 
has become a times three crit. 4d6 worth of sneak attack damage on top of it. The blade was poisoned. Oh, no. Oh, my God. And it has this ability known as bleeding attack, so you'll take four points of bleed on your turn. Oh, wow. This is a ton of damage. And spoiler alert, the poison is constitution-based, so should you fail it, your hit point threshold will go down as well. Oh, now wait. So if you have a if, if you have bleed and you go below zero, can you still stabilize, or does that take away your chance to stabilize? You cannot stabilize without someone else. Someone has to do it. Magical yeah. healing, or um, now you're fully healed. Or uh, heal check. And forty six is normal. You're not doubling or tripling that. Correct? No, I would right. never do that. Precision, damn. I would never. Precision. How damn. dare you even mention that in front of this crowd? Damn. I'm sorry. I should have taken the hundred dollars. But let's let's be honest here. <laughs> exactly. Like, Lavalli, I honestly, knowing what you knew, I can't believe you even offered the hundred dollars because he was going to die regardless of the fortitude. Shocked state. he didn't take it. It would have made me feel even worse being paid to die like that, though. Like, it's just ugh, gross. The whole goal was to make you and everyone else feel terrible. Yeah. Well, so in a way, I feel as I succeeded. Mission accomplished. I just saw you have a stack of Fifth Avenue bars on your I, table. I was finding, trying to find the right time to talk about it. I should have I thrown those into the Now's deal. Now's the right time. What? All right. A hundred bucks. And six Fifth Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> to now re-roll we're the talking. <laughs> And you got to re-roll the save. Uh, all right. You know what? Let's just let's roll the fortitude save against the poison. It's a very low DC, uh, but it would be pretty awesome if you failed. Uh, 16 on the die for a 22. Awesome. I swear that die doesn't have a number below 11 on it. It doesn't. Oh, wait. All right. It just doesn't roll below. Oh, I said Norse Foundry paid me to. I paid them 200 bucks for this yes. die. For a very particular die. All Custom right. die. This is still going to be nasty here. So let's roll out the regular damage. Can't say I'm blind. All right. Seven, eight, nine, 12, 12. 13 regular. Not, not great. That's tripled? Yeah, shut up. I rolled two ones on D6s. And then it's going to be three. And then only eight sneak attack damage. On 4d6? All right, you know what? I rolled bad! <laughs> Twos and ones? Only Grant. Oh, now Only Troy Grant. feels bad, and I feel good. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how that works. <laughs> so not a lot of damage. You're not poisoned, but you will take four points of bleed on your turn. But there's, that just automatically hits. Automatic uh, part of bleeding attack. Uh, everybody roll for initiative. Let's get into All this. Right. Yeah. Let's get in. yeah. I want to get involved here. Roll, make a roll, make a roll, make a roll for initiative. I will so kill, shitty, man. I will kill one of you yet. Aldo, what'd you get, buddy? Uh, 18 for Aldo. 18, okay. And what about Halster? Five. Five for Halster. Wait, five. Yeah, Naticus? Uh, 11. It's a natural four. Yikes. Not great, Sir Julie. 13. I get to go again. Oh, no. And you're still flat-footed, which means more sneak attack damage. If I hit. Troy, can I take it to the map? You know what? Let's take it to the map. Take it to the map. Bum, 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 bum. There it is. Here we go. Now the poison is no longer on it. Let's get Neon Green out and see what happens. Flat-footed AC. Crits, 18 to 20. Come on! 20 to hit flat-footed? Yes. 
Wow. He's a beast. I will see you in Chicago. See <laughs> <laughs> ya. Yeah. Uh, I'll see you in Chicago. I'm out of here. Uh, well, that's, that makes me sick. Uh, all right, so I will uh, take that one attack and then uh, deftly take a five-foot step right between Aldo and Halster. And it is now Aldo's turn. Uh, Aldo says, oh, that was a close call, mate, and uh, takes a diagonal five-foot step back and tosses a bomb at the assassin. Yeah! yeah, dude. I should show you what she looks like here. She's quite beautiful. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hey. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. You crashed the system. Well, I'll show you later. Aldo, what'd you have? What would you roll? Uh, oh, that's a natty 18. Come on. Against touch AC. Yeah, that is going to hit. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, that is 19. Oh, yeah. All right. Nice outfit. Uh, 19 points of fire damage. Kachoom! 19 points of fire damage. Really no reason for an applause break for that. Uh, all right, it is Sir Julie's turn. Sir Julie will go the long way to get into melee with this assassin and flank her with Halster. Okay, I will tell you this. Uh, she has improved uncanny dodge, so uh, she cannot be caught flat-footed. Does that count in this instance? Yeah, she is flanked. The, the ability her, has to say you cannot be flanked. Uh, this defense denies a rogue the ability to sneak attack you by flanking. Yeah, so take so your can, flank and shove it. Can Can I talk to my roll my dice? You can. Okay. All right, Sir Julie will swing with the great sword. Uh, we're going to turn on Furious Focus and turn on Power Attack. Yes, Sir Julie is going to annihilate this poor woman. <laughs> you've this made poor a, woman. You've made a grave error. She's going to kill that poor woman. She's going to kill that poor... 28 to hit. <laughs> yeah, that's a hit. Uh... 23 points of damage. And his name is John Cena! <laughs> I could take that damage. Or you could take one. I could buy you a lot of beard cream. Beard cream. <laughs> it's a tempting offer, but I have to say no. Nobody wants my money. Please offer it to me at one time for anything, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just wait till you're like two drinks in tonight, and then I'll be like, Troy, Troy, get by a hundred bucks. <laughs> Minus one to hit for this hondo. Uh, how many points of damage? 23. Jeepers. She is like, she's almost ready to fall to the ground. You, might, you may yield if you wish, and we will spare your life. It is Atticus' turn. It's over for you. $100 joke And he delays He doesn't do anything (laughs) He just stares at her I just want to watch You've made your choice Okay Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's dying Can I do a knowledge check To know what her name is And backstory? (laughs) 
His house just uh, Is she human? Does she appear <laughs> She human? does appear to be and, human. Uh, it appeared like a, a invisibility effect. Like a, like yeah, a she spell, appeared out of thin air, so there must be some sort of invisibility situation. Okay. Well, it's funny. It looks like she almost says like alchemist levels, too, That's or something, because say. yeah, she's got like little vials of liquid yeah, on her belt. Yeah. And I should tell you, she uh, has the rapier in one hand and has a wand in the other. Aha. Ooh. Ooh. Can I do a knowledge Vegas? on the wand? From afar? Probably not. <laughs> Spellcraft. Yeah. Multiple no. rounds. You don't you have to see it active. It's not like no. there's an insignia on it says wand of this. Yeah. I think you have to for that, like you have to be handling it or see it in action. Maybe, Maybe she, she has to cast detect magic and then yeah. Property of Steve. She could have like a P touch pr- label printer and it's just like labels on wands. It's just <laughs> right. confused. This one's magic missile, this one's yeah. invisibility. Uh, all right, Halster, what do you want to do here, buddy? He'll take his bleed damage first. Ooh, I right. think you should start with that, yes. Uh, do you want to roll? No, no, it's, it's four. four, right? It's just oh, four. just four straight up. Okay. Yeah, whenever uh, I hit you with the sneak attack, you take four bleed. So Halster looks down at his heart, where blood is currently pumping out of the front of his grim gloom mail, and then into this beautiful woman's green eyes in front of him and says, I'm sorry we had to meet like this, and I'm even more sorry you made me angry! <laughs> and he uses fervor to cast bull strength on himself. Oh, with yes. action. Oh. Boom, comes out with some uh, big attacks here. Here it comes. That is going to be a 22 to hit. (laughs) You never miss in life. Uh, That is going to be eight points of damage. And she is dead. The really cool assassin is dead. Do you want us to bring her back to life? No, but <laughs> for $25 each, <laughs> we can redo the whole combat. Oh. <laughs> Run it back. 25 bucks. I'm pretty sure it'll be the exact same result in the exact same amount of rounds. Let it ride on Clemson. You could turn that 25 into a cool 26. <laughs> a cool zero. All right. All right. Okay. Let's. What do you uh, want to do? Atticus is just going... He knew that this was going to happen instantly. He's like, it's over. Stands there for a moment, and then just calmly walks up to the body and casts Detect Magic on the wand. (laughs) It is a uh, wand of invisibility that has eight charges remaining on it. I've seen one of these before. Picks it up. Tricky. She also has a wand of cure moderate wounds. Whoa. Oh, holy smokes. That has 14 charges. Nice. She has a tanglefoot bag that perhaps uh, Throwy McGee over there might like. <laughs> she has two sun rods. And then she's got all these uh, tinctures and poisons on her belt that uh, Aldo noticed. And I'm just going to... Does any of you... Do any of you have alchemy or points and knowledge of... I think I might. might Let me study my alchemist's character sheet very closely (laughs) and see. Oh, indeed, I do. (laughs) Uh, Give me a roll. uh, That is a 34. All right, so she's got four doses of black adder venom poison, which was what she was trying to poison Halster with. That would have done 1d2 con damage per round. Wasted on Halster. It's a cunning plan. She has this uh, liquid on her belt that's known as... uh, She has two of them. 
I'm probably butchering this, Podzar. It, uh, it's, a, it's a liquid that accelerates the natural process of healing con damage. So that's good. Uh, if any of you take any con damage, you rest for an hour after drinking it, and it heals you a point of con damage as if you had a full night's rest. So if you're down to con, pop one of these and sleep, and then you're back to normal. She has uh, one dose of striped toadstool poison, and then she's got a masterwork rapier, a hand crossbow, and a mithril chain shirt. Nice. But now she is dead. And you said 14 charges on the wand of Cure Moderate? 14 charges on the wand. Are you taking that? Uh, unless you want to take it. Either one of us can, can use it. So Yeah. Sure. You also find a note on her person that has uh, full descriptions of all four of you. Oh. oh. Yeah. Physical oh. descriptions, uh, what you've been up to, like tracking your movement from arriving into town, examining uh, the cave offshore, going to the sleepless detective agency, uh, and even going to the fort. So she has been stalking you. It also seems like someone has hired her to kill you. But she is shitty as an assassin. (laughs) So she failed! I mean, just imagine if you had chosen, say, Joe... To stab in the heart. I rolled a D4, and three came up for Halster. And Joe would have taken that hundred. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) That was the dumbest thing to not take. That was crazy. You knew you were going to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And your fortitude is low. I didn't know I was going to succeed. I didn't know. (laughs) You knew. You probably got a plus 13 to fortitude, because you cheat. (laughs) Cheat? Roll the natural 20. <laughs> what do you guys want to do? Atticus is going to lean down over the body and get close to her. And he's going to... He's going to sniff. Is there... Does she seem like, like, a, like a professional? Or does she have like an... Is she, does she, she seem like smelly in the sense of like poor, desperate? She smells like a dead woman. Well, I mean like... Does she seem like... <laughs> She's like, got that dead woman musk about her. <laughs> Did you just ask... It's unmistakable. Did you just ask if she smells poor? <laughs> yes, pretty much. She smelled unwashed. She smelled... Desperate. What's her income level? Give her a good sniff. <laughs> ah, she has the unmistakable odor of the second tax bracket. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> you joke. Clearly you know under 75K a year. Yes, but the note does say she's mar- married and filed jointly. <laughs> Uh, is there any other markings on her, uh, or is she carrying anything that has any symbols or insignias, as if she's part of some organization or a, a no. gang or anything? No, it just looks like a, a hired assassin uh, that's really bad at her job. Sir um, Julie would like to take her scarf. That's cold, man. <laughs> well, Sir Julie won't be <laughs> anymore. Serial killer <laughs> taking trophies from her victims. <laughs> I'd like to take her scarf and her left ear. She does look like she got styled at Uniqlo or the Gap. <laughs> yes, yeah. before she came to the battlefield with those green khakis. It's I've never seen a mithril chain shirt look so stylish. It's actually a Burberry scarf, which is kind of fun. Oh, oh those Ooh. are nice. Um, all right, Sir so Julie you, wraps it around. You take her scarf and you see that she has hideous marks all over her neck that she was covering with the scarf. Really? Now she lies dead in the street. Her neck exposed her one fear in life. <laughs> As long as no one sees my gross neck, <laughs> I, will, I will be fine. So enjoy your scarf, Paladin of Saranray. 
The dawn flower brings warmth to us all. Uh, all right. You've killed yet another human being. What would you like to do now? <laughs> do we leave her body on the street? Yeah, right. just leave her there. The crows start coming down seconds after you walk away from yet another murder scene. <laughs> it's such a strange game that we play. That it requires, is. It's so weird. <laughs> requires constant murder. Uh, yeah. And you're rewarded by it. Yeah. Carice's uh, got some cool uh, stuff. Yeah, so you take the stuff off. What about her blade? Uh, was it Masterwork. 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 Yeah. We should sell that at least. Yeah. Um, quick, hundo, quick hundo. <laughs> yes. It's the equivalent of selling your integrity on, on this stage. They're trying to stop us from getting to Iris Hill. But we, they've failed. We must make haste, Atticus. Now, let's go. All right, so you continue heading to Iris Hill. Let's take a look at that uh, map of Thrushmore again. <clears throat> so, you, uh, when you left the uh, fort, you went to this first star stelae in the middle-ish of town, and then after completing that uh, ritual of touching the sign to the monument, you were whoom, transported here to the southwestern portion of the island, and then you were like, that was weird. Let's go check out Iris Hill, which is up to the northwest. So you crossed this bridge, and you started walking through town, and it was right around right around the center here, just to the west of the Sleepless Detective Agency, that you were attacked by this shitty assassin. So you walk along, and you walk along, and you keep going, and then you take the long route, because you don't want to step on the grass it's rude when people do that. <laughs> and you come around here. Yeah. Walking with reverence. <laughs> yeah. They're walking with reverence. Have I asked you what this building up in the northeast is? That one there? That one there. Oh, we don't talk about that building. Why, it's been 50 years since we talked about that building. <laughs> Tonight's the anniversary. Uh, and then you come around, and... Um, I should say that the way that it's represented here, this is like an old map, because surrounding all of those buildings is a hedge. So let's go to a new map. It's going to have that new map smell. I'm always nervous when I show a new map that like everything is accidentally revealed. Right now, nothing is revealed. <laughs> I've noticed that as well, and I'm hoping it's just the internet. Oh, I see our pawns at the uh, top. So right my in the internet has not worked for a few minutes. I think everybody else is catching up. Yeah, I. Uh... Let me just give you my mobile hotspot password on stage. Oh, right here. Right. <laughs> oh, there we are. Say right into the mic, Grant. Uh, yeah, so I can see it now. But uh, the I'll, fa- I'll do a quick stage refresh. Well, stage refresh. As always, we're a totally well-oiled machine here at the Glass Cannon Network. Never a blip. Never a blip. But you approach uh, Iris Hill, and um, it's never looked more postery. You see a massive, thick hedge surrounding the grounds, and the only thing breaking the hedge is a squat gatehouse to the southeast mm. with an exterior set of wooden double doors. 
Do you want to roll like a knowledge check about uh, Iris just, Hill? Yeah, I would love to. Okay, knowledge history or knowledge nobility. You know, maybe you did a little homework before you came here as we stall for the map. We're on my phone now, so it's all good. What'd you roll, Joe? Natural two. Aldo, with your superior intellect? Well, I'm not surprised. Um, But it's all right. Luckily, you have uh, have a very intelligent friend who can pull you out of little scrapes like this now. I rolled a 23. 23. That'll do it. (laughs) You don't even have knowledge history, you lying son of a bitch. I have intelligence enough to make it up. No, I do actually have knowledge history. All right. Uh, Oh, no, because it's the thing it gave me knowledge history. Oh, that's right. Your uh, thing uh, that you stole from uh, the headband. Yeah, that made me intelligent. Also, it provided me information on the entire history of the world. Iris Hill is the residence of the uh, aristocratic rulers of Versex County. It was built uh, three generations ago by Pragmas Lowell's the first, one of the current count's most illustrious ancestors. Once prosperous and tidy, it has begun to deteriorate in recent years, and people talk about that deterioration. Weeds have started to spring up through the estate's grounds, and it's spread out to colonize uh, the, the place for its themselves. There's just more weeds there than um, nice things. Crows stand sentry on the building's eaves, periodically calling out their dreadful squawks and eyeing passers-by. Everyone, even now, but especially before all the strangeness, avoided Iris Hill. So now that you can see your situation, what would you like to do? Uh, l- can we take a open stroll? the door. I want to open the door. Right. Oh, yeah, we could take a look around. See if there's any uh, spots in the hedges that maybe. Sure. Are... Yes. Just let's take a stroll. Walk the perimeter. Just One a little turn. peek. See what we see. And avoid the grass at all costs. Yes. I hear they're sensitive about that. All right, give me a perception check, if right. that's what you choose to do. Fourteen. Twenty-two. Uh, natural twenty for twenty-nine. <laughs> Twelve. You Twelve. don't really see anything uh, of interest. doesn't look like there's any other ways through this uh, hedge. Someone said it seemed like this grew overnight, and it's a pretty tall hedge. So it seems strange that this just appeared out of nowhere. Can I do a knowledge nature to determine if it's specifically unnatural? Uh, yeah, edge? you can. He gets close to it and starts touching the, the leaves and the branches inside, mm-hmm. looking in. Uh, <laughs> natural three. So we're working our way. Wow. Uh, that's an, another 11. We're going to call that a Natty Joe from now on. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know. You don't know yeah. because you don't know anything. Uh, God damn it. We burn the hedge to the ground. <laughs> All of us. Do you really want to burn the hedge? Uh, no, that's all right. Well, let us not be rude, Sir Julie. Perhaps a knock. So we worth, try once. Is yeah, it worth the, hacking away at a piece of the hedge to see if it like magically grows back or something like that? As I said, let's not be rude. Okay. Uh, yes, of course. Of course, Atticus, you're right. Don't get started on the wrong foot. 
I'm sure there's no combats in here at all. We well, no. Well, be right. sure to examine the hedgerow first. If there's a bustle in it, don't be alarmed now. Why don't we dig a hole under the hedge, work our way beneath the place, now through the ground talking. for weeks, and then pop up inside. They'll never expect it. We can cover it with a poster of a golden age movie star. <laughs> 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 Passersby, we can change. Yeah, we can change the poster with the era, ending up with Jane Fonda and Barbarella at the very end. <laughs> wow, it's the a real sense of the passage of time for the for anyone watching, if they were watching. <laughs> what do you actually want to do? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> That's awesome. How does it feel, the valley? <laughs> Sir Julie. Give well, them, knock on the door. Give them a knock. Sir Julie knocks on the door with her, uh, her armored, her gauntleted hand. Her mailed fist. Yeah. You knock on the door and a little hatch. I do it more politely than that. Shaving a haircut? Yeah. Uh, a I withhold the two bits until they answer. Shut up. A little hatch. <laughs> <laughs> a little hatch opens up, and you see a, a small set of eyes on the other side. And a voice says, What is your business at Iris Hill? Ooh. I have with me here associates of Count Hazard and Lowes. They are here to make their report. The Count is away on business. They are directed to make their report to the Count's designated representative. The Count is away on business, and in the wake of current events, the estate isn't receiving any visitors. Oh, but you want to talk to these visitors. I find them to be excellent companions. The Count is away on business, and in the wake of current events, the estate isn't receiving any visitors. The hat shuts. We burn the hedge to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> the gloves are off. <laughs> we went out of our way to be polite. We bomb the door. No, no, wait, 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 wait. No, I do. I have a plan. And Aldo steps forward. He's just like, hold on, gestures, wait. And he knocks very politely again. Dum, 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 dum. Slides open. What is your business at Iris Hill? And Aldo just pulls a bomb very casually out of his bandolier and just sort of pushes it through the hole on the other side of the You can just see it. You can see it. He pushes it back out and shuts the hatch. (laughs) Have you seen a door hatch before? (laughs) It's like, it's just enough for his eyes. I know. It's not like an anarchist's bomb with a fuse sticking out of it. <laughs> roll for initiative. Oh, okay. Roll, make a roll, make a roll, make a roll, make a roll for initiative. Come on, Alex. I really never know what the hell you're going to do. <laughs> Last time it was a water elemental. Now it's a bomb through an eye hatch. <laughs> Aldo, what's your roll, buddy? Uh, that is a 14. 14. So you're bringing this 
fuse up to the uh, whole halster. <laughs> Four. Four. Wow. Atticus. Fifteen. Fifteen. Sir Julie. Five. Five. Ooh. No. Not a great start. No. Okay. Um, this is interesting. So you go to, you light the fuse, you go to shove that in, you see that tiny pair of eyes, and Aldo, you see behind the person talking to you, another person appear. Oh. It, it almost doesn't look human at first, and it just like, vroom, 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 shuts the door. So creepy. Or shuts the hatch. Quickly. I'll keep you an initiative here. Let's see what you want to do. Atticus. Did he see any part of this other creature being involved? Could he see anything? It looked like it had long strands of hair with like red paint on its face, but its mouth and features looked bestial. Didn't look human. Whereas the person you were talking to, the person you were going to shove a bomb right in their face, sounded like a man, looked like a man, looked like there was like a goatee situation going on. Not just a mustache, because it's not a weirdo. <laughs> a full goatee. <laughs> I'm but, sorry I'm not blessed with goatee hair, Troy. <laughs> this is all I can do. You want goatee hair? For $100. Uh, <laughs> Indianapolis's finest goatee hair stores. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> who would buy used goatee hair <laughs> insert it into their face it's like getting calf implants <laughs> the other person yeah looked uh, there was an animalistic quality to which it ran towards and shut the hatch before you're able to slide this bomb in but Atticus you now see this happening do you try to do anything I saw something strange and he starts getting this strange feeling, and it could just be a, a wrong hunch, which it probably is, because every one of Joe O'Brien's hunches is wrong. Yes. So he's going to step up closer to the door slowly, and you see the talisman around his neck. It starts to fade into this strange black. It's normally like a bronzy sort of bright metal, and it starts to like cloud over with like a dark mist. And it's just like, and he closes his eyes and holds his hand out. And he's going to do something I've never done before. Um, this is specific to this archetype. Uh, it's called his talisman of revealing. I'm going to sacrifice a first level prepared spell to cast detect aberration at oh. will. And it doesn't detect any aberration. It, de- it lets me know if it's one of these creatures on this list. Hold on for 25 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's alphabetical. No. Damn it! Uh, Okay. I told you these archetypes are terrible. That's why everybody wants to get out of their archetype. Uh, You know that it's not some weird Cthulian It's not like a... Yeah, yeah, it's not from another world. Okay. Uh, So he gets no sense of that, so he's not going to do anything. Besides that, that's his round. Okay. Aldo, if you had rolled ahead uh, of one of them, I would have let you slide it in there and let the uh, bomb fly. But now the hatch is closed. What okay. would you like to do? He, like, doom, taps it on the closed slit. It's just like, oh, damn. And he knocks again. Knock, knock, knock. 
It's worth a shot. <laughs> the hatch, like, opens up. Wait a minute! And he shuts the hatch. <laughs> Wait a minute. Iris Hill. Oh, son of a... Uh, yeah, no answer. Actually, can I end all... In addition to that, can I do any kind of knowledge check? Can I do Arcana, Nature, or Planes on the creature that I saw? Yeah, it would, it would be knowledge local. Oh, Ooh. local. Did no, you, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not a local, you see, so I wouldn't be blessed with such specific knowledge. But I'm going to say you haven't taken a standard action yet, so you can still do something or move, whatever you want to do. A knock again. Harder. <laughs> All the knocks are free actions. And oh, then I step away. You step away. Okay. So, so it's like, well, I'm out of ideas, and I'm quite brilliant, so good luck. I see that I accidentally left the new and improved Sean here on the screen. I was yeah, going to ask. looking good. <laughs> yeah. That's great. But, Somebody uh, went to the store. After, uh, after the way you treated him yesterday, or two days ago, he's gone. He's not there. Oh, okay. Oh, oh no. He is holding that sword like a knight in training. Like, he yes. doesn't know quite how to hold it. He's like, how much is this? I was excited about that, Sean. Uh, but you were quite rude. Actually, I think you burned him and his sister's house to the ground with them inside of it. So. Oh, that's right. He's dead. He is dead. Yeah. Yet another murder in your wake of terror. <laughs> to Thrushmore. Uh, I'm inspired to ask for like a Blades in the Dark style flashback so I can, I can tell stories of Sean at his funeral. <laughs> it goes to Sir Julie. Sir Julie, you see uh, this happen. The door is shut. The hatch is shut. Uh, and Aldo steps away, befuddled. Uh, can I roll a retroactive sense motive on the first person who said the same exact thing no matter what we did? Uh, yeah, sure. Like there, I guess what I'm trying to get at is a, was it a situation like we had with the constable back at the fort? Or B, is this some kind of mind control effect that I'm witnessing? Yeah, roll a sense motive. Natural one. You, Nine. You don't know. All right. Sir Julie will step up and say, you have reacted strangely. So either open the door, or we shall break it down. There are matters of imminent need we must address. Okay. Halster. Halster's going to hold. Unless he can do a perception check to see if there's like a way to climb up the side, an open window we could go through, because it doesn't seem like this probably heavily barred door will take to our, like, battering it down or anything and he doesn't think it's going to open. So, can I do a perception check? Sure. Okay. Here it comes. Uh... Natural one. You guys are red hot right now. Red. It's really moving the show a lot. Red hot. It's really, it's really cooking. <laughs> like 45 minutes standing at this door. No information. <laughs> what do we do? Uh... I will take you out of initiative. They're not a- opening the door. They're not answering your knocks. There's no hatch opening. Can I ask a question? Uh, maybe, Make it interesting. Um, it's probably not, because you probably already described it well enough, but the, we can see the whole building over the hedges. We just can't get through the hedges. In the distance, you can see uh, the tops of several buildings. The tops of several buildings. Mm-hmm. We're on yeah. a hill. Um, well, let us try through the hedges, then. It seems so weird, though, to have like this barred door, but like there must be something 
powerful about the hedges that are going to prevent a mere fire or cutting through, right? I'll save you time. If you try to get through the hedges, you cannot. Yeah. All right. Can I start hacking at the door? Sure. 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 No one has tried to open the door. I'd like Just, to yeah, maybe, yeah, I was going to say... Six it might be overthinking this. this. Let's Not just... once has anyone tried to open the door. Right, try right. opening it. We try opening the door. It's locked. God. Don't. He's so proud of himself. He's later on tonight. He's gonna be like. Do you remember earlier? Do you remember <laughs> when I said, you, nobody tried opening the door? And then I said it was locked. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's going to happen. Oh, my God. I will say this. You did find a key on the assassin's body. Oh. oh. And you have keys that. that you found on the fort. Yeah, so I was thinking about the fort keys, but I was like, why would they give them the keys to the castle? Yeah, why would they give an assassin keys? That seems very dumb. In case, in case they come home after, after business hours. With all of our heads. Uh, all right, let's try some keys. Sir Julie, here. He hands out the keys to you. Try every one. Sir Julie fumbles at the keys with her gauntleted hands. Drops them to the ground several Drops times. Yeah, wait, no, here, Sir Julie, wait. No, no, I know. No, Aldo, she'll do it. Oh, well, I'm just trying to save us all a little bit of time. Sir Julie starts to sweat. I'd like to play it out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know she's perfectly capable of, of, uh, of, uh, of manipulating keys, but I just... It of course I can use bit. keys. I know, I'm just... Did they, did they have keys in your day? <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, Edicus, now I know that I'm a bit more intelligent than you are, no fault of mine or yours, but I do know that ladies don't like to, or no one likes to hear that they're older than keys. <laughs> it's a massive faux pas socially. Older. So you can tell Sir Julie's been really hurt by this discussion. She decided, but so she spends an hour going through, trying to get the key in the, in the, the right key in the lock and testing that one. Oh, that one's not it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So we're we're like arguing. We're arguing behind her, like as she's like working through the keys. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say that? That's so insensitive. <laughs> I'm going to sit down on this rock. He sits down on a nearby. Don't rock. sit on that rock. No, I call that rock. It's my rock. Roll off. Let uh, roll off. <laughs> Eventually, we try all the keys. That worked out well. Nine. I wasn't listening to any of that. <laughs> I was frantically trying to get on Grant's hotspot. Uh, you do unlock the door, ah. and you hear as you turn the key into it, like a trap being shut off being bypassed being dismantled you unlock the door and you open it and you see inside a little tiny room with three people oh hello one of those peopal looks like this guy dashing debonair goateed wow 
This like, is what handsome looks like, Grant. That's <laughs> <laughs> so mean. And then the other two look like this. Ah! Oh. Roll for initiative. Oh. I know what those are. I know what these are. Roll these are. They nasty is what they are. Whoa. Oh my goodness. Oh my. They nasty. Uh, Atticus, what'd you roll? Diplomacy check. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I roll a natural three. Oh. You are. Are these your new dice? Yes, I just bought it at Jed God. Hope you uh, saved the ten. receipt. That is a ten. Oh, gross. Aldo? Uh, I also rolled a new dice from Norse Foundry. I think, where's Eric? There's Eric. There's yeah, there beautiful there dice. Uh, I rolled natty fourteen. And that is a 20, 20, 20. Looks like you're going to get that bomb off. Anyway, Sir Julie? 11. Ooh, terrible, terrible. <laughs> Halster. Second natural 20 on my new Norse Ooh, Wow. Yeah. Holy smokes. 23. 23. You guys are so much fun to play with. Um, <laughs> it is Halster's turn. Look at this tiny little room. A room so tiny, even Matthew would fit. <laughs> can I say what I think these things are? Oh, yeah. You We're, can. Are they Kuru barbarians? Maybe. Yeah! <laughs> what are they? Kuru barbarians. I had them in another adventure. They, uh, oh. Well, I don't want to say their abilities, because I feel like that's cheating. I well, just, oh, oh, I thought this is something you got from notes from earlier in this. No, 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 no. It's just past oh, adventure right. knowledge. Yeah. yeah, they're what, badasses. What, is, what are these things doing with this debonair gentleman? Yeah. Mm. yeah, I think he's under some sort of control. Mind control, perhaps. Well, well we're at an interesting uh, uh, juncture at the map. We're kind of at a diagonal, which we normally aren't, with where, the, where this entryway is opening. But Halster is going to take this opportunity to use another instance of fervor to cast divine favor on himself. And mm. will step directly up to the goateed man and out of a fit of jealousy... We'll strike out at him for his superior <laughs> facial hair. I will say the little squares you can step in, but you'll take a uh, minus two to your AC for squeezing. And right now I'm in a full square, though, right? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> right. What? Here it comes. That full, is going full-ish. to be a natural one. Oh, oh no. Oh, Grant, no. Oh, it's no. a one, right? Yes. Did you heal before you came here? Yes, I did. I did it off air. I took the charges off the wand. I didn't want to slow down any more than the whole keep it. That was a group wand, Grant. Yeah. You're and, and I wheeled You didn't run wand. it by the committee. I'm a paragon of self-healing. Something good, like you automatically die. <laughs> Do you have that fumble? I'm going to go straight to automatically die? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, let me get over there. Anything just, Midwestern? Yeah, that's what I'm looking Anything mustache-related? I guess we just need to do more shows in Canada. Everybody's from Canada. Oh, yeah. Well, now uh, we're going to get 20 emails about that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we always do. Uh, all right, let's go just with pick one. Rob from Sarasota, Florida. Sarasota. Did you make Sarasota. the trip, Rob? Uh, right. That's Eric's one. neck of the woods. Uh, rotten rations. It smelled a little funny at the time, but you didn't think anything of it. Now you realize there was definitely something wrong with your last meal. You go to swing at your target and violently retch, causing you to miss... 
You are sickened for 1d6 rounds. Oh. No. A successful fortitude save is to, reduces it to one round. Oh, man. Okay, give me that, and I'll roll the d6. Uh, that is going to be an 11. Ooh. Ooh, you are sickened for four rounds. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. Ouch. Can it be diarrhea instead of vomiting? Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Troy. You're welcome, Grant. It takes me so long to get out of this armor, Skid. <laughs> Role play that. Oh, boy. It's going to be in several cities, this diarrhea. You're going to be dealing with this. I should not have eaten those olives. <laughs> Aldo, you're up. Uh, Halster has slipped into the room. You still have that bomb ready to go. Uh, but this, it's kind of tricky here with the way the doors are. Yeah, it is. Okay, so Aldo, yeah, just get like take a five foot step to his right, and he says, "Nobody refuses delivery from Aldo." And uh, <laughs> is that your new catchphrase? Yeah, it's a new catchphrase. <laughs> That'll be a T-shirt. That's right. And uh, he throws that the same bomb that he attempted to push through the mail slot. All right, he's got to throw it past Halster. And you're trying to hit the uh, uh, debonair guy? The front guy, yeah. Okay. Uh, that is... Ooh. Uh, do, 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 that is a... That is an... Do, 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 that is a 15 against touch. That is a miss. Ooh. All right. Unfortunately, the bomb lands right in Halster's pants. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, occupied. Now you've got two explosions going on in there. <laughs> Now it is these Kuru's turn. Well, it still explodes. It does explode, yes. Uh, let's find out where you missed where it went. Uh, I missed to the upper right, so this square. Okay. So the guys, uh, two of them will have to roll reflex against splash damage? Uh, no, they, the, all three will, because it's a 10-foot radius. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, Although, actually, I think somebody... Give me a heads up that if I miss the target, I can't deny, I can't like shape the, the bomb. So I think Halster would also take damage. I like that. That's messed up. Oh, and Sir Julie, too. Actually. Good, good. You know what? Give Atticus a little damage, too. He's been quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so do I roll a reflex save? Yeah, that's a reflex save. Okay. My best save. Fail. Uh, pass. 21. Uh, that's a pass. Uh, the uh, debonair man uh, rolled a 21, uh, and he has evasion, so he won't take any damage. However, the two in the back failed. Okay, so the two in the back will take nine points of damage. As, Yikes! As will Sir, Sir Julie. And Sir Julie will also. Ooh, Sir Julie gonna die. And Halster will take four points of damage. Ouch. Yes. I like when they hurt each other. All right, my turn. Tired, my turn. Of, tired of just sitting here letting you have all the fun. Both Kurus will get to go. So let's start with Kuru number one. Uh, sorry, did you miss me? I think you missed me. Uh, if I did, it was purposeful. No, you rolled a nine. I rolled a ten. Okay. And I thought... Oh, everybody rolled higher than that? I'm sorry, I thought you... Get, yeah, ten's yeah, really like high. You thought uh, ten was going to beat every <laughs> No, 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 I thought they rolled... <laughs> like, Troy, you're sure ten is surely time I, to go? I thought they rolled uh, single digits. That's why. Right, sorry. Here we go. This guy is going to come up and... Uh, Squeeze. He is going... Shut up. He is going to come up and... Uh, God, I hate what you've done here! <laughs> you're supposed to... 
get poisoned by the door. All right. <laughs> he is going to... I want to, like, get out of the building, but I can't... I have to tumble through uh, Sir Julie's space? That yeah. is correct. Even though she hasn't gone yet and she's flat-footed? That is correct. Just somebody say yes to something I want to do. <laughs> now I know how you guys feel. Go ahead and tumble you through. You just asked if you could tumble through. I said <laughs> yeah, yes. but I'm never going to make it. Uh, all right, so... They are going to wait. They're going to wait. They're going to wait until something changes or uh, they just get killed while standing in there like idiots. Curious. And then the, uh, the debonair guy is going to go, and he's going to go ahead and take uh, some attacks at Halster. So let's go. Let's go rape. Actually, I'm going to channel negative energy. Ooh. Everybody roll will save. Is this, does this count as a fear effect? No. No, unless you're really afraid of negative energy. I am. I think we all are. Uh, all right, both my guys uh, save because he doesn't have selective channeling, so they'll take a little damage as well. What did you guys roll? Uh, 16. Julie? 12. 22. 6. Okay. You each take, this is so dumb, three, well, three points of damage to uh, Aldo and uh, Sir Julie, one point to you <laughs> and Halster, and why are my creatures terrible? <laughs> yeah, channeling is it's not, it's not so that dumb. Great. All right, so these guys will also take one point of damage, and then he's going to move out of the way, move out of the way uh, so that these Kuru's can attack. So this is going to come down, and he is going to uh, swing... At Halster with a battle axe. Does channeling offensively provoke? No, channeling no. never provokes. Channeling, yeah, never channeling does? doesn't okay. provoke. It's going to be a 25 to hit your face, Grant. That's a hit. All right, battle axe to the face is going to be max damage 21 points of damage. Raging power attack. And then you know what? He's going to bite you for good measure. Oh, no. Or attempt to. Very low chance to hit. 18 on the bite? Miss. Miss. Breaks a molar off on my Hit you with the battle axe. Now seeing how much damage that did, the other one will go into the little squeeze town here and also swing at you, Halster. I promised people that I would kill you tonight. Uh, Misses with the battle axe, and he had to move so he couldn't take two attacks. Uh, All right, those are all my guys. It is now Sir Julie's turn. Okay, Sir Julie's going to swing at the guy in the center. Do it. Kill it! Power attack, furious focus. Uh, 25 to hit. Oh, yeah, oh, oh. it's a hit. It's a hit. 20 points of damage. Jeepers! Pretty good. God! <laughs> Are you done? I'm done. Atticus, now for something stupid. <laughs> I can't stress enough how awesome this is. Really? Yeah. He just stands back there, and he doesn't care at all. He knows there is no threat to this team. He's just like, hmm. Oh. Well, I suppose I could try something. Dips into his belt and pulls out a wand and looks at it. Yeah. Worth a shot. Boop. The dude right in front of Sir Julie uh, roll a will save. Ooh, care for this. Uh, 16. You passed. Thank you. Oh, 
Man, what a shame. Go on. (laughs) 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 And uh, yeah, he, he doesn't care that it didn't work. He's like, they got this. Halster, your turn. We've had a long, long discussion on this before our last show, Troy. I'm going to use the supernatural ability fervor to heal myself. Supernatural abilities do not provoke attacks of opportunity. However, alternatively, when used offensively against undead, fervor will indeed uh, uh, provoke an attack of opportunity. I am not using it in this way. I'm using it to heal myself for 2d6 worth of damage as a swift action. Okay. Uh, Nice. Uh, nine points of healing. If I got hit again for max damage, I would have gone down. Yeah. So that's why I'm doing yeah, that. This is a little bit hairy. Atticus um, should be taking it a little more seriously, if you ask me. And, uh... <laughs> 23 to hit the one that Sir Julie hit. There yes, you that is a hit. Okay. You're mad at this guy because he hit you with an axe. It's going to be six points of damage. Okay. Very cool, very smart. Get to heal yourself and still attack. But now you see what kind of damage they can lay out. It is Aldo's turn. All right. Aldo takes a five-foot step to his right. and says, angrily, I told you nobody refuses delivery from Aldo! <laughs> Love it. Love the catchphrase. Do I get a bottle cap for utilizing my beloved catchphrase? <laughs> I want to take every bottle cap I've ever given you and burn them. Uh, Natty 17 oh! to hit! Oh! The postman always delivers on Saturday. <laughs> Which one were you aiming at? Uh, the front, frontmost one in front of Sir Julie. Ah, the one they, oh, the one next to... Uh, okay. Yeah. God... So bad. Wait, Squeezy McGee or non Squeezy McGee? I think you the, the Squeezy the one to Squeezy the right McGee. Here, yeah. yeah, Squeezy oh, McGee. Oh, Squeezy. Old Squeezy. squeezy. It's, got a new, it's got a squeeze box, and it's how it's on fire. 17 points of fire damage. Okay. Nice, nice. And I need reflex saves from the other two enemies. Don't care for your character at all. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> And fail. I love it! Yeah. That's nine points of damage to both of them. That's uh that's real bad. That is real bad. Okay. Is it my turn? Please be my turn. Please be it is my turn. And all three of me get to go. Now here it is. It's uh it's this handsome fella's turn. The one with the one D six channel negative energy. Garbage. He is going to, uh, as a melee touch attack, touch Halster. Oh, God. Here we go. I've got to hit you, though. 18 against touch? That is a hit. He gives you something known as touch of chaos. Oh. So your mind starts getting racked with thoughts of your own impending death. And now for the next round, anytime you have to make a d20 roll, you have to roll twice and take the worst result. Ugh. Man. Touch of chaos. Chaos, 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 chaos. chaos. <gasps> <Yeah. sighs> 
And he stands there because this encounter was designed poorly. <laughs> and now the one here standing right in front of you, the Kuru, raging barbarian, swings his battle axe at your face. Times three crit, you should know. Neon green. Uh oh. That's right. 22 to him. That's exactly my Oh, oh it no. No. Power attack. Raging. 17 points of damage. Brutal. Then he goes for the bite. Misses on the bite. The one next to Sir Julie. He'll attack you with a battle axe, too. No. Me? No, not you. Why not me? The one who refused my money. Natty 18 for a 26 to hit. Oh, shit. Ooh, almost max 20 points of damage. Houser is unconscious. Oh, no. And dying. Oh. Then he goes to bite Sir Julie because she looks tasty. 14. You shall not taste me today, friend. <laughs> However, you're implying that a day may come. Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> so Atticus, who stood there for a round, just being like, they've got this, sees Halster fall to the ground, a giant axe wound in his chest. Can't heal himself. Unconscious and dying. How, how brutal are these creatures? Are they just going to start hacking away at his body? Maybe a nice little coup de grace to chop his head off and finish the job the assassin couldn't do. <laughs> yeah, this guy gets it. Yeah, fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Get him out. <laughs> Security. Thank you for coming, Mr. Burger. Brennan. Dad. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Papa. So, Julie, you are up and untasted as of yet. As of yet. So, Julie will swing at the guy she hit before. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I'm getting excited about eating all six of these later. You're not going to share? No. Oh, I like Fifth Avenues. 19 to hit. For $100 each. I'm like an evil Girl Scout. Oh, my God. 100 bucks each, you can have one. Uh, what'd you say? 19 to hit. 19 to hit. To who? The barbarian in the middle. The barbarian in the middle, that is a hit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 18 points of damage. He's dead. Yeah! yeah! Yes, he is! Just, just now! Let the boy, boy! Okay. Do you move at all, Sir Julie? I gotta be very careful after the last show to cut it off even more quickly. You really left me high and dry. I there. did. I'm sorry. Um, Onyx is famously litigious. <laughs> I don't want to risk anything. Who could forget Onyx versus the state of Ohio? <laughs> Uh, Sir Julie will take a five foot. Can I stand on Hollister's space? Um, can I stand over him and guard him from any 
wayward coup de grasses? I'm going to say no, because I need space to maneuver here, and you're in the way. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's page 32 of the Game Mastery Guide. Because it's inconvenient guide. to you? That's not a ruling you can make. Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll roll a die. Okay. Nope, you can't. Okay. That's so inconsistent with how we've ever treated unconscious bodies or dead people in this game. <laughs> it's very... There's precedence of like precedent. a thousand hours of content. There's decades worth of precedent on this matter, Your Honor. Else, you have so many conditions. <laughs> oh, they're all packed in there. Can he step on the Kuru barbarian space that's dead? Uh, the, yeah, yeah, you can step on the Kuru space. But the way Halster fell, he fell in such a way that oh, go to hell. <laughs> It's just, you can't, there's just no room. This is such... He's like sitting down, hunched over. Yeah. Well, then, and plus with the diarrhea, that's difficult that's terrain right, anyway, yeah. so... It's like a grease spell. Yeah, right. It's the equivalent of a grease spell. It's really horrible. <laughs> I no. wish I could help you out, Sir Julie, but unfortunately, that space has got a lot going on. Then I guess I'll stay where I am. What's going on there? Actually, I'll leave this condition on because that seems appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> they say when you fall unconscious from an axe wound. I'm you... changing my hotspot <laughs> password right now, Troy. <laughs> Enjoy GMing the Wait, rest no, of the show. No! <laughs> it's off. <laughs> Don't do it. Uh, Wait, can I add a tint to this character as well? He looks sick. What do you want to do? You want to move? You want to get five foot step? You want no, to do I'm anything? Stay right I'm stay right there. Okay. All right. I'm not going to walk into a flanking position for you two guys. Atticus, what would you like to do? Another boop. Damn it, Alistair. You had one job. Stay conscious. Couldn't even do it. Um, to be fair, he had other jobs, too. He's very concerned. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah, I know. <laughs> They're all sort of under that umbrella. <laughs> that is the first, well, that's the first a, prerequisite, it's a prerequisite for all the jobs. For all We're going to split hairs here. It's the bottom of the pyramid. <laughs> Top I, I of got the list. You. Yeah. you had nine jobs. <laughs> you only had nine jobs. Uh, Atticus is concerned about the coup de grace situation, which clearly Sir Julie is not. No, I'm not. I'm not concerned. Because a coup de grace is a full round action that provokes. Anyone attempt... Well, actually, right, the other guy did. She, she could have provoked against both. I'm afraid about the, the farther... The handsome gentleman. Right. Seeing he the mustache and oh. being like, I'm going to coup de grace him. Yep. So I am going to try to attempt to uh, fire a blinding ray at that guy. To try Ooh, to blind that's him. That's a tough, tough one. Ooh. Which should hopefully foul up his ability to coup de grace holster. Man, I'll tell you, I was just joking about the coup de grace. Now I feel like I should leave it up to whether or not you blind him. Really put it on you, Joe. All right, you son of a bitch. First of all, I would like a friendly friend request. I'm listening. Could I roll a knowledge local on this fella and get his HD, which would be amazingly useful on a successful knowledge? Uh, yeah. If that's what you want to know. Does he seem super powerful or does he seem like a grunt? Ooh, that's a 24. Okay. Not too shabu. I'll tell you his HD. He seemed like he was like under control by these dudes. 4 HD. 
That's good for you, right? In the, yeah. In that case, bottle cap. Oh! Oh! You're gonna roll twice and take. I'm gonna the roll lower? twice and take the better on a blinding ray. You sure you want to do that, Joe? I am sure I want to. Do How that. sure are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I don't know what they want. It could be either one equally. Look, look. Everyone stood up here and they stood in solidarity against the $100 bill. My friends. But earlier on, I said I wanted that money and if you offered it to me, I would take it. <laughs> it's true. God damn it. So either way, you compromise your integrity. He can use the bottle cap against us if you take it. Right. That was part of the original deal. He can right. use it against us in our worst moment. It's two coup de grace attempts. <laughs> you are selling your soul for Halster's life. <laughs> for a hundred dollars? I am a man of my word. <laughs> I'm taking the hundred dollars. Wow. <laughs> I said I would do it. Quite literally, nobody up here, or probably in the audience, would hold it against you if you changed your mind. (laughs) I'm sorry, all sales are final. I would hold it against me. I wouldn't be able to sleep, Matthew. (laughs) Hey, hey, Joe. Yeah. Cover a hundred bucks. Sorry, I don't. I don't have any cash on me. Uh, All right. God damn it, you're a villain. Here we go. Uh, one roll. Blinding ray. Touch attack. Oh my god, a few miss. A few miss. Come on, Joe. I got this! I got this! Come on! Come on! Baby! Oh, out of the box. Out of the box. Oh, baby! 1919! <laughs> <laughs> You fool. (laughs) Oh, my God. So what do I do? Is there a 42 save, or is he just blind? Shaking. I can't believe it was a natural 19. (laughs) Uh, It would have been the greatest thing in the world if he rolled a natural one. I I had the drop ready to go. (laughs) We're all so used to it. Skin had the finger. I I had my finger on the, the green button. Talk to me about blinding rain. Uh, you are blind for one round. Blind for one round. So he's like, so Julie, I blinded him one round. Get in there! This is crazy if it comes back to me, because now I will get the chance to do the coup de grace at a 50% mischance, but with two rolls. You don't roll oh. for a crit. You don't roll for a coup de grace. You don't roll for a It's an automatic no, crit. I think it's an can't. automatic crit. Actually, so I rolled a 50% ch- mischance twice with this. Actually, it's my bottle cap. It costs 100 bucks. I can do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> that bottle cap should literally mean you can do whatever you want. It costs $100. Yeah. 
Well, now we know the going rate for bottle caps, so I'm going to use all my bottle caps to do whatever the hell I want, too. <laughs> you don't control the economy? Yeah, it's, it seemed like less of an economic stimulus and more of a buyback program. In the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the government paying you as a farmer to let you, like, let have wild donkeys eat on your land. <laughs> all right, this is going to be very interesting here. Where? Don't worry. Could you imagine being in that head? <laughs> That's where he goes to. Wild donkey. <laughs> You're the wild donkey. Halster. You eating a Snickers? I gave you want one there in your Fifth Avenue bars. You wouldn't give any candy, so I gave him some free fucking candy. <laughs> All right, now well, I'm the government. What do you want now, you I'm stuff? A, I'm a European-style democratic socialist government. <laughs> I stand in solidarity with my governor. What do I you have want? more. If, you get, if anyone else gets turned down for candy, I have more. <laughs> what, what is your... Uh, you got to roll to stabilize. How far below zero are you? Seven. Wow. What's your con? Fourteen. Yowza. All right. This is a tough check. Natural 20. Oh! Norse Foundry! You are stabilized. <laughs> Woo! Can I, have another, can I have another Snickers skip? Stop eating Snickers. <laughs> Satisfied? It's Aldo's turn. That's how he's tracking his bombs, Grant. You, you earned it. You, Thank you, you earned it. Aldo, here's the thing. You might be able to kill this guy if you crit. I don't know what you're planning on doing, but if you don't, this blind son of a bitch is going to kill Halster. You know what? That's a great point. What do you do? Wow. I think he is... God, there's some other fun things I could do, but he is going to take another five-foot step between positioning herself, himself between Sir Julie and Atticus. And he said... And this is going to provoke. He says, for the third time... I reiterate my famous, beloved catchphrase. No one refuses delivery from Aldo! <laughs> Throws a bomb. All right, I will take my... Hold on. Before Actually, you do I'm, that... I'm blind. No, he's throwing it at no, the No, you're... One. Yeah. My question is, does he have cover? This guy in that weird little corner, or is this just wide open between him and Alistair or an Aldo? The one that uh, the blind barbarian. I think he has at least barbarian. one. Yeah, the blind barbarian is. The barbarian is not blind. The handsome fella is blind. Oh, oh. So there's two people that could deliver a coup de grace. Well, the other one would. Sir Julius right in combat with him, and it provokes. Right. So yes, there are two that could do it. Uh, Which one is Aldo going after? I'm going after the further one. The one that would not provoke okay. if they yes, attempted a coup Yes, he will have a plus four to his AC. But right. you're hitting against touch. Yeah, 17. 17 with the plus four against touch. I'm so nervous right now. There's so many things that are happening, and I am $100 poorer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how much are you regretting that bit? The night is still young. Not at all. I'll oh, get, I'll get that 100 back. <laughs> that is a miss, Aldo. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's going to make him bleed again. 
to eat. I mean, it's gonna. It's gonna hurt. It's us. gonna hurt. It's gonna. It could kill. Oh, the splash. Oh yeah. It would permanently kill. Him. Yeah. You. Here's the thing. I'll tell you this, Aldo. Mm-hmm. You would have known that the splash damage would hurt, hurt Halster. If I missed. If you missed. That's right. So I'm going to need you to take that splash damage, Halster. And me, right? Well, we roll reflexes. Um, well, it actually, it lands at the, the spot behind the dashing rogue. Mm-hmm. So Sir Julie is out of that range, but Halster, unfortunately, is not. Is that an automatic nine points of damage? Hold, hold on a second. Is it? Oh, it's this little little tiny square. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. If it was the back one, that's fifteen yeah, feet away. Yeah, he'd be at just out of range. Yeah. How many points of damage is that? Nine. <gasps> you killed me. I think you should let him. Ro- I think you should let him roll a save. Here's what I'll save. do. I'll let you take that back for my hundred dollars. I think that's fair. The next time you ever talk to us about how you have to play things by the book and you're bound by the rules of the game, I'm going to remember this night where you threw all the integrity out the well, window. Well, listen, yeah. at the end of the day... hundred American dollars. At the end of the day, we're all friends here playing a friendly game. Skid's wrapped up in the moment. He didn't think about the splash damage. He thought he was going to hit. And he missed, and that miss is going to kill Halster. So really, is uh, Joe's pride going to come into play here? Oh <laughs> Don't make this about me, man. Well, I'm not you... even involved. That you are now. That $100 will let you um, let Skid do something else instead. Or you can just keep it, and Halster will die at Skid's hands, not mine. Joe, I'm, si- I'm, si- I'm sending you a text message right now, Joe. I'm checking my phone right now, Brandon. <laughs> Do you have it yet, Grant? You have it yet, Joe? I didn't get it yet. Is Grant offering Sorry. you money? I just got it. You just... <laughs> this is every email chain. What did he say? He said, I'll pay you $125. <laughs> You'd be up 25 <laughs> Troy? Would you care to make another offer, or are you? <laughs> I have my wallet on me. So wait, he'll pay you 120. I'm confused now. You still got to give me the precedent right? we're setting here. This is a it's really horrible. horrible precedent. I'll take the hundred back. <laughs> okay. And you get the and I get 125 from Grant. <laughs> yeah. This is you... the slimiest I've ever fucking <laughs> I know, this is awful. I feel great. I feel I feel better when I take money for sex favors. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, let's just... Pete point. Rose was banished from baseball for life for, for less than this. Let's just walk through this again. Grant now has to pay Joe $125 so that Skid can wait. redo his turn. <laughs> What is happening? I'll tell you what's happening. Three people on the stage resisted, and you folded like a cheap card table. And now we I find made my ourselves. position clear early. The worst thing is, Halster could still die. It's true. What is happening? 
Your mustache makes you, you know look what? even sadder. You know Give him back the hundred dollars. I'll die. I'd rather not. Unfortunately, I don't want to do this. All sales are final. No, 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 no. Give him back the hundred bucks. I'd, lo- I'd love to. I'd love to help you out. Uh, unfortunately, I don't even know where the hell I put it. Skid, what do you want to do with your turd? <laughs> Can I pay you a hundred dollars? <laughs> <laughs> I'll Venmo you $100 right now if I... If I can hit the creature. This is going down a dangerous road. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. This is a horrible precedent to set. (laughs) Playing like the fucking lone gunman in that episode of X-Files. This is is insane. (laughs) Right? Thank you. What do you want to do, buddy? I want to undo what I did. (laughs) Okay. You have... Someone has earned that right for you. What would you like to do? I would... Okay. I would like to not throw the bomb. Okay. Good choice. And instead... Um, in, instead... Instead... <laughs> instead... Not do anything. It's good. No, wait. $100 good. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I won't do anything. That's smart. That's smart. I'll just move out of Atticus's way. That's what I'll do. It is the Kuru's turn. And the debonair man. The debonair man is blind. And there's so much going on right now. David Winters texted me from the audience. Oh, my God. David, we're way, way... Way off the reservation of rules at this point. This is good for Grant. Oh. It says you can deliver a coup de grace against a creature with total concealment, but doing this requires two consecutive full round actions. Oh. Oh. Good rule, Paul. One wow. to find the creature once you've determined what square it is, and uh, one to deliver the coup de grace. Wow. wow. David. Good pull, David. I always said he was handsome and always right. He's great. Where is he? It's right there. Where? There. He has total concealment. I can't see him. Oh, my God. <laughs> David, one round till you're dead. It'll take me two rounds until... So he will take his first round to try and find you. Ugh. But the Kuru could just deliver it. Oh, boy. But tactically, it would make no sense. Right, but we've just... thrown out all logic. So, yeah, it could Because happen. the money got involved. Yep. Whoever says money ruins everything. I thought money always made things better. I guess not. (laughs) We're proving (laughs) that wrong tonight. Uh, All right. The Kuru, I kind of love that if this guy is the one that delivers it, because he took him two rounds to do it, and then I get to use my $100 bottle cap on it. So the Kuru's going to attack Sir Julie. Oh, my God. This is like, what if Bernie Madoff was a dungeon master? (laughs) (laughs) The Kuru will attack Sir Julie... Natty 18 for a 26. Did you take your squeezing penalty? Oh. <laughs> Does that take a yeah, minus four to hit? I thought it was just AC. So 22. It still hits. Oh, oh <laughs> shoot. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> This poor audience. 14 points. I got in the doorway yet. (laughs) 
I can't believe Lillard missed this. <laughs> 14 points of damage, and it misses on the bite. It is Sir Julie's turn. Okay, Sir Julie's going to swift action lay on hands. Swift action lay on hands. Okay. Then I'm going to take Can't a... do that to Halster, right? No. No, because you're selfish. Then I'm going to take a five-foot step into the room. Oh, okay. there you go. And I shall take a swing at Blindy McGee. There you go. Who I believe has an AC penalty for being blind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Natty 18. Oh, oh yeah! Power attack, etc. 18 points of damage. Still up. Oh. Still up. Whew. It is Atticus's turn. Thanks, buddy. All right. You can see him, sir. Well, he, the dude's no longer blind. Uh, now that it's my turn. So, ah. so, like, you know, he needed a round to find him or whatever, but now, I mean, now he doesn't, he's just, he can see how see, He didn't know what the duration was. Right, exactly. So, um, now this is deadly. There's still two, uh, and if they really wanted to deliver it to Halster, they could. So, Atticus. This is big. Is. Atticus is going to move around Aldo. Aldo, watch out. And he'll make himself very small. He's a rat folk. He's tiny. He can get into these situations. And he drops to the ground. Okay. And just eases a little rat claw over to Halster's shoulder. Your hands smell of cheese. Caresses it. And he casts Vanish on Halster. Oh! And we should say what a selfless act it is for Atticus to do this after seeing the illusions of Atticus run up the stairs last night, last uh, session. Halster yelled out, like, filthy, sewer stench type of claws at him, and he's still doing this for this person. When not six seconds ago, he sold your life for a hundred bucks. Atticus, not Joe. Sure. I succeeded at my role, I'll have you know. So, he, so he comes advanced. in, and, yeah, and he's just thinking, like, this dude is, uh, is uh, you know, it's almost like one of his subjects in one of his uh, shows, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah. ah, see, now you see him, now you don't. Yeah, yeah. And he just the vanishes. disappearing Halster. Thing is, that dude here is going to know exactly where Halster is, but now the 50% mischance chance. returns. Or, or at this point, doesn't that restart the clock on the two full actions? Because you have to find him again. You saw him. Yeah, and now I, you I moved him around a, his neck a little bit. One could argue I already spent that round. Yeah, you did. No, I'm saying, he, but it resets. It resets. It's interesting. We'll have to see what I decide as the game master <laughs> when it comes to my turn. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> David, you have a telephone. Please use David, it. David, please. <laughs> I, shut up my phone. <laughs> I'm turning off my phone. I don't think this rule has ever come into effect in the history of the game. Uh, very interesting. It is Aldo's turn. Hey, maybe Aldo can just take this guy out, but he has to worry about the splash damage if he misses, because that could be enough to kill Halster. I have a question. How high are the ceilings? Good question. Good question. I'll tell you how high they are. They are 10 feet high. Okay. 
shit. All right, so, boy, Aldo is... Oh, actually, okay. Aldo is going to take another five-foot step and uh, administer bull strength onto Sir Julie. Okay. Okay. Sir Julie's muscles ripple. Here we go. Kuru's turn. And the guy who, by the way, I'll just let you know, has one. Oh, and that provokes, actually. That provokes as well. That provokes from the uh, Kuru guy? Yeah. All right, I'll take it. I want to hurt all of you for what you did to my assassin, Mrs. Okay. This guy here that is about to uh, do a coup de grace on Halster has one hit point left. Oh, jeez. Oh, I just, just didn't one. know. I thought he only got hit once. Just one. Thought you were going to magic missile him. I was so nervous you were going to magic missile him. Yeah, but I thought he just got hit once. Now, here's the thing. He did spend a whole round trying to sense where Halster is. That round would be wasted. Yes, it was. Sometimes you waste turns. It happens. It's true, but I think that whole round he spent is enough to know exactly where he is. What are you guys whispering about? Don't worry about it. What? What are you whispering about? Who? What are you talking about? Joe Sox. (laughs) (laughs) We're just talking about how much we love the Boston Red Sox. (laughs) (laughs) Quit playing games with my heart. Uh, What do you think here, buddy? You going to take it? I think I'm going to take it. Go ahead. 50% missed chance. Go ahead. I'm going to You know it's going to provoke an attack of opportunity, don't you? Julie? Yeah. Yeah. And you know the Cougar is going to have to spend the whole second action to... uh, to try to, to, to try to coup de grace him then, too, right? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm at peace. Sir Julie would have to miss on this attack, so I feel like it's really on Matthew here, not me. <laughs> yes. Right? Wouldn't you think it's on Matthew? Yes, that makes sense. All right, Matthew, take your attack of opportunity. If you hit, you will kill the person that is trying to deliver this coup de grace. If you fail, I will be using my $100 bottle cap to take that 50% mischance twice and kill him. Tweener. No, 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 no. 23 to hit. (laughs) (laughs) That's not where AC is. Always looking for special abilities to help him out of this. He has shield of faith on. <laughs> his little good his faith did him. That gives him an AC. Of 21. Yeah! yeah! So you know what? Woo! Oh, no, I still would have hit it. Without the bull strength, I would have said maybe I would have missed. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it! You're okay. Grant cannot take this emotional roller coaster. <laughs> this is a real roller coaster. I feel like I just got Troy's heart. Oh. <laughs> Palpitations. <laughs> you sure you want that attack of opportunity? <laughs> I don't need your filthy Luca. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Kuru will then attack Sir Julie. Sir Julie. Oh, oh no, it's not my turn. Go ahead. And misses. Yes. 
And then with the bite, myth. Yes! Ah, yes! It is Sir Julie's turn. I will take, oh, first swift action lay on hands. Actually, no, I won't. No, I won't. I'm just going to take an attack on the Kuru. Uh, that is going to be a 22 to hit. That's a hit. Yes! Uh, 21 points of damage. Oh. It's dead. Oh! Yeah! Oh, I wanted you to keep that one going. It was fun. That was and fun. expensive. That was fun and expensive. <laughs> expensive. <laughs> but at Ooh. the end of the day, Master stayed alive, but Grant is $125. I will send you my Venmo. <laughs> right now. God. What do you want to do? This is easily the saddest show we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> And I've orchestrated it. It's like the day the music died. <laughs> Let's heal Halster. Did you write the book of love? All right. Um, yeah, I think I gave... Uh, I'm keeping track of the charges on my sheet, but I gave Aldo the wand. I have the charges. I'm, okay, awesome. Yeah. Cure I'll mod. Uh, yeah, I'll do... Aldo will whip out. He's just like, oh, my friend! My best friend! And delivers a dose of cure from the wand. Uh, that is 14 points of healing. Beautiful. Right as he comes back to consciousness, just <laughs> channel like um, it's a premature channel ejaculation type of situation. <laughs> uh, so, um, and he'll do that with a blessing to add 50% on top. So everyone gets healed for uh, 16 points of healing. Oh, nice. Amazing. And then nice. he's going to burn some stuff off air to heal himself up. Very. Very cool. It was a close call. They were much tougher than I expected. Yes. Who are they? What do they have on that person? Can uh, I do a knowledge local on the barbarians to sort of find out, um, or on the creatures to find out, you know, more about who they are? A little bit about them? Yeah, give me a knowledge local. Uh, that is a 19. 19. Uh, they are... They've got these like tribal tattoos covering their their red-eyed faces, jagged teeth that have been filed down to points. They are uh, most likely they've been brought here by someone to uh, work for, like like a like a mercenary type situation. Um, More mercenaries. They live in like small villages. Uh, not really, you've never heard of them in being around Ustalav, so they were probably recruited to come here. Uh, they're like their own little cult. So, Sir Julie, which yeah. key was it? So was it a, a scum key or the assassin's key? It was the assassin's key. Yes, she's been here. They'll know who she is. Good. And he gets this dark look on his face. He's planning things. Um... Search the bodies. Search the bodies. Okay. The Kurus have um, these sweet little uh, breastplates, nice. masterwork battle axes, Ooh. heavy crossbows, crossbow bolts, no money. Whereas the fancy gentleman has a plus one chain shirt. Another oh. one. 
has a masterwork rapier, a masterwork dagger, and uh, an unholy symbol of Haster. Oh, wow. wow. So similar to the cultists that you faced that tried to kidnap you in the town square, this handsome fella also has one of these symbols. Atticus is going to rip the symbol off from around his neck. Ow, he says. So, <laughs> no. Julie, finish him off. Uh, <laughs> he'll take the symbol and he's going to pocket it. Okay. I'll take the crossbow. Okay. Um, knowing that the last door was trapped, mm-hmm. Sir Julie will prevail upon Aldo to check this next door before we try the keys again. Oh, yes. And I'll, uh, I'll attempt an aid. Yeah, uh, please. And I aid with perception. Thank you. Okay. I think I see something there. What'd you roll there? Uh, that is a 15. Doesn't appear to be trapped. Doesn't look trapped to me. All right. right then I will step out and <laughs> good luck. <laughs> yeah. oh, where are you going? It's, I said it's not trapped. Is the door locked? It's unlocked. Unlocked? Open it. Open it with f- full assurance that it is untrapped. You'll be safe. I open safe as ours is. I open the door. You open the door. Welcome to Iris Hill. Ooh. Yeah, baby. You see a huge courtyard with several outbuildings. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. spread out. It's mostly open ground. Yeah. Wow. Mostly open ground. And yet we wow. can't even see. The open ground between the houses. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'll make it look nice for Chicago. He started off strong, but later in, he really blew it on the Polygon <laughs> reveal. What is that, the uh, Indianapolis Ledger's <laughs> review of our yes, show? Exactly. <laughs> I was with them until the Polygon reveal of the final dungeon. <laughs> A strange thing to put on the front page. <laughs> it's the headline. Polygon reveal blots out otherwise remarkable show. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Does money solve everything? That's what we tried to determine Saturday afternoon. I love it's on the front club. page of the paper. <laughs> A giant 18-point headline. Go on your Troll 20 skill. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's Gen Con. That's a lot of the economy of the city is dependent on this kind of stuff. There are several buildings inside of this hedge now. The lower floors of all the buildings look to be made of solid stone blocks with thick, thick ivy covering the walls in a verdant blanket. Sturdent. Sturdent. That's a word, right? Sturdent. Sturdy. You're having a rough go. You know what? <laughs> Sturdy timber frame construction makes up the second floor of the buildings, and all the second floors seem to jut slightly from the thick walls below. So the second floors are a little bit larger than the stone first floors of each building. To the west, you see the manor house. It has two large chimneys, circular dormer windows, and it's the tallest and most uh, prestigious-looking building on the estate. There's an eerie mist sort of shrouding all of the buildings, lingering over the grass that is uh, peeking up from the unkempt grounds that you already knew about from your knowledge check. 
all of the buildings appear dark and quiet, and the odor of heather and ivy seems mixed with some sweetly sour, unwholesome essence in the air. It's dark out. It's gloomy out. Looks like this is probably a, a magnificent garden at one point that has just been left to fall in disrepair. The grass grows tall, yellowed, weeds choking the flower beds along like the sides of each of the estate's buildings. Just a little smattering of color still remains on this gray scene. Around the fountain you see a few overgrown bushes that may have once been carved into like nice topiaries and now they just look shaggy like Joe's hair. (laughs) There's a gravel path leading from the gatehouse that circles the well before branching off into each of the estate's buildings. What do you do? So creeped. It's, it's, it's very creepy. It's, there's no good can come of this. No. no direction will result in happiness. We shouldn't have come. You shouldn't have, we shouldn't have come here. Can I roll a perception to see if I spot anybody or anything you know, lying in wait for us. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Or anything else weird. <laughs> 28. See, see some weird shit right in front of you. <laughs> I, I especially look out for the weird shit. <laughs> I cast detect weird shit. <laughs> 28. There's a guy that comes out of the bushes to the right and he says, how far can you bend your leg over your head? <laughs> And then he recedes back into the Oh, wow. <laughs> but beyond that, nothing particularly weird. <laughs> so Julie can't decide if the good action in this moment is to free him from the bushes or just let him stay there. Oh, you forgot about option three. What's that? Answer him. <laughs> Sean peeks out of the bush with a notepad. <laughs> I can be surprisingly limber. Which is the manor house? When required. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one way in the back. The in the upper left hand corner. Uh, the west. The west. I'm doing. I'm. I'm doing some fast polygon reveals here. Oh, I, pretty good. Uh, but I haven't got to the manor house. But it is uh, the this larger building off to the west here. The 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 major. Uh, unrevealed area is where the manor house is. Perhaps we stopped the south, the lower west building. It seems a smaller building. Perhaps there are smaller enemies inside that we can... <laughs> they could only fit small monsters in there. Yeah. <laughs> we should be fine. Nothing big enough uh, to be truly threatening. <laughs> Sir Julie, please. Well, I, I have never tried putting my leg over my head. No, no, no. It's okay. We'll get it later. <laughs> later, Julie. You're under no obligation to answer that strange hedge man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sir Julie will start leading the way over towards this small building to the west. Everybody roll a perception oh, check. I was just going to okay. ask to do a perception because I was scared. Come on. Yeah. 19, which is 19. good for Atticus. 19. 
Seven. As you start to... Oh, what'd you roll there? 17. 17? Two. Two. Nine. Nine. Who rolled the 17? I did. You did. And Atticus, you're staying back there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assumed that as we started walking, I did my perception right there. That was the moment I did it. Began, started to pay attention to your surroundings in this horrible place. Before that, my eyes were closed. <laughs> yeah. And I held my nose. I like to walked. be surprised. As you're walking across these, this gravel path on the way to that smaller building to the south, with Atticus a mile and a half behind you, just lost <laughs> in the gloominess of this and still looking at that guy who now peeks out again at Atticus, just <laughs> waving a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> what about you, little rat man? <laughs> Are you rat everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty weird. <laughs> what does it mean? I've got good news. The spell's working. <laughs> Detect weird shit is working perfectly. Yes. You see it everywhere. It's, a, it's the calibration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's off. It's like the test screen for the spell is that guy. <laughs> Atticus. No, I'll be wherever you want me to be. Like, no, no, that's fine. You're, you're, you're staring at I'm that just guy. Just walking along. That guy's wearing a top hat. <laughs> Shaking a hundred dollar <laughs> yeah. bill at you. <laughs> and Sir Julie is leading the rest of the party towards this building to the south. But as you do, Sir Julie, you hear something behind you. And you turn and you notice those three topiaries standing there. Looks like one maybe used to be an elephant. One used to be a giraffe. And one was a donkey. <laughs> It's the, the, uh, the unholy trinity is what I think they yes. call that. Yes. <laughs> Are we going to fight Edward Scissorhands? What the hell's going on here? <laughs> I hope so. The topiaries rise up <gasps> oh. and begin to attack. No. Don't even tell me. Oh, God. And we'll see you in Chicago. Oh, oh I did not expect that to come. Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, constructs and all that shit. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of Gen Con. Come see us next time. Thank you for everything you we do. We love you, Indy. Be safe out there. We love you, Indy. Man, that was a fun show. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. 
First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.